Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with Margot Ashmore. She publishes the Northeastern newspaper, and that paper is on doorsteps today in Northeast Minneapolis, St. Anthony, Columbia Heights, and Hilltop. Hello, Margot. Good morning, Emily. So you have a hefty edition this time. Yes, we are back to 16 pages after a slow news month in January. Top stories, candidate Tully Klein announced for First Ward City Council. By the way, the incumbents are running again in both the first and third ward. A Columbia Heights teen is helping test the Moderna vaccine's impact on youth. And we have some new photos of the water management work going on at Columbia Golf Course by Mississippi Watershed Management Organization, which is largely funding it. What else is in the paper? A couple of good letters. And Christy Mary, a singer, has released a new EP, and we're highlighting Liz Jensen's story on the Northeast podcast. Liz won an award, by the way, for her story on Tuscaloosa, the movie. Nice. This is from the Minnesota Newspaper Association. I never thought I'd be running an arts and entertainment publication, but here we are. (laughs) We won some other awards for various A&E, some hard news too. And if I can brag here, the Northeaster was awarded first place in our circulation category for best use of photography overall. I am so proud of our people for making that happen. Congratulations. That's fantastic. What else is in the news? Uh, Alicia Scott wrote about criminal justice, some work being done in behavioral health, since a lot of activity revolves around the same people with complex mental issues. We are about to get a community solar garden. It's been installed on the rooftop of Second Chance Recycling, and now just has to be plugged into the grid so the electricity has a place to go. How about business news? Urban Liquor opened on University Avenue, where a previous liquor store burned a couple of years ago. The building that used to be Kim's Restaurant on Central at 18th and a half changed hands again. The new owner is Master Development. We don't know for sure what they'll be doing with it, but in the past, they renovated buildings for their own offices and then eventually sold them. Mm. I should mention we have three significant obituaries. Rick Ostby assistant principal at Columbia Academy, and we have more about the life of Craig Sulem, who was killed in an accident, sparking more urgency around traffic control on Lowry Avenue. Plus, uh, David Felker, a founder of Art World. Anything else in the Northeaster? Why, yes. Columbia Heights' 100th anniversary continues. They held the snow blast. It looked like fun. Photos on page 15. And the Minnesota Kite Society was out on Silver Lake January 24th. The wind was iffy, but they got some action. One kite is 65 feet long. What a sight. And uh, finally, Edison students practice democracy on the issue of their water refilling stations. Announcements. We've kind of hit a pocket. Not as much going on as usual recently, and not much that I haven't mentioned before. But Columbia Heights has published their community education schedule. Everything for adults is conducted online. Classes include Islam 101, Medicare 101, Social Security, classes for home sellers and home buyers, defensive driving, the one that saved you money on your car insurance, spa DIY, showing the use of food grade all natural items for the beauty routine. Ooh, food grade all natural items. Yes, <laughs> so that you don't have to buy expensive chemicals. <laughs> and, and, and community, well, you know, if anyone cares what we look like these days. 
<laughs> from the head up, from the neck up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and Minneapolis Community Education has some online and in-person classes. Um, this online stuff opens up more options for those who would rather not or cannot travel. Um, I made a mental note that we should look into whether these folks collaborate with each other on the offerings. What else is going on in the community? Girls on the Run registration is open for girls in grades three through eight, offered both virtually in-person and a hybrid model participants can choose. Volunteer coaches lead each group of eight to 15 girls in games and lessons designed to invite them to engage critically with the world around them. And in the end, they run or walk a 5K. There are school-based teams and community teams which now can be open to girls anywhere in Minnesota. More info at gotrtwincities.org. And how about in the arts? MSP International Film Festival, which is held in May, just announced that they will have a hybrid model. For more info, mspfilm.org. Artists can consult our page six, the Arts Insights page, for a paid opportunity to make art for new residents of one of the new apartment buildings going up in Northeast called the Huxley. It is near the hook and ladder at 22nd Avenue, Northeast and Jefferson. Well, that's an interesting idea. Yes, it's meant to look beyond what might be thought about density and to get to know the people in the buildings. And for these new, often young folks to get introduced to artists they can actually talk to at a social session once it's more safe to gather. This is spearheaded by Art to Change the World. And when will we see you next, Margo? What's your deadline for the next edition? Deadline is February 16th for our February 24th edition. News tips are welcome anytime. Announcements of community events for late February and all of March can be sent to contact at mynortheaster.com. And I will see you or at least hear you on February 15th. That <laughs> sounds great. Margot Ashmore publishes the Northeastern newspaper. It's on doorsteps today in Northeast Minneapolis, St. Anthony, Columbia Heights, and Hilltop. Margot, we'll uh, speak with you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Take care.